Hey everybody, it is Tuesday. Who's ready for another episode of Bernie Talk? So I had some stuff I wanted to talk about today, but then something caught my eye this morning. And it was uh, something I saw in Talk Sport, and it was Simon Jordan uh, talking about how Klopp wasn't happy with what his comments were about him. I can't remember what it was, but it was like criticizing about something. And, um, you know, he was being sarcastic how it was, uh, you know, from now on, he'll tell Klopp what he's going to say, see if he agrees, and then he'll go on and say it on air. You know, obviously sarcastic. And it got me to think, you know, years past, like they always talked about how, uh, you know, if Ferguson didn't like something, you know, there was that famous thing where he didn't talk to one of the reporters, forget who it was, for like years, you know, he wouldn't let him back into the press conference and things like that. And, uh, you know, uh, they, you know, when somebody says, look at what Klopp is doing, and they say, look at what he did in the past. But it's com- I feel it's completely different because back then, reporters didn't hold back their, like, punches. You know, they would criticize, you know, Ferguson, uh, Wagner, um, you know, Mourinho even then, back then, Keegan, whoever it was. They, it didn't, there was no uh, favoritism, you know, if it was like you weren't doing well or if you had, or if, even if they had agenda, they ripped the guy, they ripped the manager. Now, all these reporters are trying to be like buddy-buddy with the, uh, you know, with the, with the cool managers, you know, Klopp. Guardiola, now now you throw Arteta in there, uh, you know, guys like that, Tuchel, you know, they, they got to be friends with them, so they don't criticize, and then you got to, you know, you come across a guy like Simon Jordan, who basically, that's his thing, like, he loves to criticize, like, these guys, and really have a dig at them, and then, you know, one unfavorable thing, Klopp, like, goes, like, ballistic his head's popping off his neck and you know he he's complaining and moaning and that just goes to show you the difference now these guys have easy street they never get criticized you know a perfect example is like gareth southgate it was so known that the english media were like the harshest critics on the English team, and the manager. Like, they would just shred them, almost to a point where people were saying the reason that they're doing so bad in the tournament is because they're getting shredded even before it even gets started. But now, you listen to these guys, and you would think Gareth Southgate was one of the most successful managers before he became the English manager. He basically, I don't know if he did, or I can't remember now, but... He got a team nearly or relegated, and that's his like claim to fame. That's basically all he did. He got the job almost by default because they needed an English manager because they went foreign for so long, and Sam Allardyce got caught up in that like sting of like I don't know. He was trying to help people figure out how to get around bribes, and so Gareth Southgate was basically by default the manager. So he had no credentials, but. You know, he was the chosen one. I don't know, because he has, like, you know, the, the, the vest with the uh, suit, the beard. You know, he talks a certain way. So, you know, he's invited into the club. And, uh, you know, they never criticize him. Same now with Klopp. Klopp has been running around yelling and screaming the most nonsense. I don't even know what he's talking about in his press conferences. 
he goes on these rants about cool and this and that and like he's laughing and you know you know he looks like a moron let's be honest and never gets criticized so he can basically say whatever he wants because he knows that the media and all these like you know newspaper puppets are all in his hand and they just like bow down to the altar of his every word sit there in the crowd okay yes yes Jurgen yes Klopp oh you're the best I know exactly uh, yes you're right and he goes running around laughing and joking so then Simon Jordan criticizes him and he loses his marbles Completely goes like, like Koku. And now, you know, it shows you how, I don't know if the word protected or coddled or whatever it is, but the, the, like a guy like him is, but he gets like a nasty, like loud and obnoxious way. And then you flip to the other side, like a guy like, um, like uh, Guardiola, he becomes very condescending. If you ever watch his press conferences, if whether he's not doing so well in the game, he didn't do well, or they lost, or it was a question uh, about him actually questioning something, he gets this very, like, he starts talking super low, and he acts as though he didn't hear you, and, he's, and he makes you repeat yourself about three or four times, like kind of like patting you on the head like you're like this little kid, and, you know... He's the adult in the room, and how dare you do anything, so I'm going to make you repeat it. It's, it's so calculated. But these knuckleheads in the media fall for it. So I think that they're almost like, you know, they, they're like the, uh, the guy who uh, is just like basically just like falling over themselves uh, because the girl is, having, is saying whatever she wants, he'll do. Like, that's the media. So... I look at it and it's so ridiculous because you don't get it. You don't get a objective story at that point. You're just basically getting fanboys running around agreeing with everything that the guy that the that the manager that these guys are fawning over is telling them It's like propaganda, honestly. So I like it when one of these guys comes out where and I again, I have my issues with some of the things Simon Jordan says, like some of the stuff he says, I can't stand. But, you know, once in a while he gets it right. And this was one of the right times. And I like it that he, he pushed buttons on Klopp and he didn't like it. And it shows you his true colors. You know, the fake laughing and like patting guys on the back and, you know, giving hugs after games and, you know, telling the media, you know, laughing and joking with them. That's fake. That's his false face. You know, that's not, that's, that's not, that's not his truth. That's a mask. His real self is when things are a little uncomfortable, they don't go his way, and all of a sudden, you know, he's getting nasty with them. Again, with Guardiola, same thing, you know? He doesn't get his way, you know, on the sideline if they're not winning. You know, they always comment about how he's running around up and down the sideline, so animated, so into the, you know, the game. You watch next time they're losing. You see what, they, what he does. He goes and sits down, pouts, and doesn't make a move because he's a spoiled little child. That's all those types of guys are. Spoiled little brats. Once they get their way, they're great. You're, they're your best friend. Soon as it goes a little bit not their way, forget it. They're nasty, obnoxious, abrasive, and they just don't want it. They don't want to hear about it. 
which moves on to my next topic, which were what I wanted to get started with was the Champions League game between Atletico Madrid and Manchester City. I am looking forward to this so much. Now, I understand I, I wasn't happy with the tactics that Atletico played on United. They did everything you expect the Simeone team to do against United, and United fell for it. Everything. They got hooked. They jumped on the line, and they, and they went with it. They were like a fish that was just swimming around in the ocean, and they're like, oh, look, there's something in the water. Let me grab that. Boom. And then they're on a boat all of a sudden. Well, Simeone brought the boat, and United didn't even wait for the hook. They jumped into it. But now, onto the city game. I am hoping, and I think that it's going to happen, Simeone is going to pull every trick known to him in his bag against City. And I cannot wait. And Guardiola knows it. Because he's already at one point gotten beaten by... Um, uh, Simeone and Atletico when he was at Bayern Munich. Basically got embarrassed. And I'm hoping he does the, the normal, what he normally does, overthink it, does trying to be slick and do something out of the ordinary, put like, you know, whoever, somebody in the, like, you know, uh, Sterling as a defensive uh, midfielder. So I don't know, like something ridiculous because he thinks he's going to like outsmart the other team. I hope Simeone's team starts diving, falling, you know, wasting time, getting goals, being a little bit obnoxious, you know, everything. And I know some people are listening right now. It's like, oh, that's not how you're supposed to play it. No, that's not how you're supposed to play it. Yeah, that is true. However, City are some of the biggest cheats when it comes to doing things, whether it's Fernandinho when somebody wins the ball off of him he gets in their way and just impedes it, but acts as though, oh, I didn't really mean to do anything. But they do that all the time. If you watch any player, they jump in front of them as soon as they're a counterattack. Or the little, like, dives by Sterling and all those guys that are, and De Bruyne and Grealish, all these guys, like, little, little cheat diving moves. That's why I'm hoping Atletico bring it all. Everything. Go at them. Be rough nasty, you know, let the skilled guys do what they need to do, but the rest of the team make it the most uncomfortable game known to man because then, you know what's going to happen? Guardiola will lose his head. There'll be steam coming off of it. He'll be sitting there pouting on the bench. And I understand that's not the only thing that's got to go on in this game. You know, Atletico obviously have to play. So, and they have a team that, you know, is quali is able to, you know, beat City. You know, everybody claims City is this like all all conquering, you know, all superior team, but again, I know there's this false story that like Guardiola is this Champions League genius. And you know, everybody, people listening are probably like, oh, Vernon, you have no idea what you're talking about. You're, you're crazy. Like, yeah, look at how great. No, he won twice in Barcelona with Messi. And I understand the players and manager work together. I totally get that. But he's failed ever since then. So, you know, 
do you do you actually consider him a genius? Uh, uh, you know of uh, Champions League when you know he he hasn't repeated it after going to a team like Bayern Munich where they already won it before he got there and they actually got worse while he was there. So I mean that's that's an argument that's another argument to have. But you know the game itself I think is going to be really interesting because City looking at all the teams that were in the draw was this was probably the one team they had no desire of meeting at all because they're like basically you know again I think I've said this in the past the anti city way of thinking they're way more aggressive way more tougher way more you know kind of like well they're they're good at the same thing city are doing with breaking up play if not better you know um you know there's a lot of teams like everybody tries to do these like like ridiculous wasting time ball gets booted into like a parking lot or whatever you know but they're good at it they don't make it obvious you know, these other teams try to do it and they're like, you know, they're diving and the ball's like on the other side of the field and they're like, oh, wait a second, what, was I not in the play? And they're diving, you know, like, because they're not good. They're, they're, they're just kind of guys seeing what the trend is and like, oh, we got to do that too, you know? So, but Atletico can do it and I cannot wait. I hope everybody's going to be able to watch it because I'm definitely going to like be commenting on this on the, probably on the next podcast, but man, I hope, it is just like complete chaos mayhem. I want them to turn it into like just a, like a, a chaos. And that's all I can say. Just like let it go insane. And, you know, I think the ref would try to, would try to you know, would try to calm things down. And I know Guardiola will try to dictate and like control what's going on on the field. Uh, from the sideline, and now if there was any other manager on the other on the other bench, I'd be like, mm, he's probably going to do that. Like it, it'll probably get it'll probably get stomped out like real quick. But Simeone will basically put Guardiola in a headlock, you know, figuratively and in reality. You know what I mean? Like he'll he will not allow uh, Guardiola to bully and dictate what the fourth official is seeing and doing. He, you know, Simeone will push back. You know, you're not going to see Guardiola running into the other team's um, coaching box. There will be a brawl with, with, uh, with Simeone and his, uh, his, his um, uh, assistant coaches. Because I think I've said this again in the past as well, is I've never seen a team and just whole club take on the personality of a manager as Atletico did with Simeone, like they, they almost feel and look like a gang. You know what I mean? It's not like a soccer team per se. It is like a gang. Like they're ready for like a street fight down to like Guardiola in the all black, you know, all the assistants wearing all black, the, the team playing like this, like one way and they're laser focused. It's awesome to see. I love it. You know, as much as I don't like Guardiola, really, you know, and then, um, but I think this is a, uh, a great thing that's going to happen to City. And again, I'm also one, I think, I've said it as well, 
I don't like Simeone, but I think he would get the best out of United. And I think he would be that guy that needs to be that bully for United to get like kind of like their, you know, their guts and their like manhood back. Because right now they're just a bunch of like babies running around. So Simeone, I may not like him, but I think he's the best bet for this game and also probably the best bet for United as their next manager. Now on to the Premier League, and you normally talk about all the teams up top, but I want to look at the teams at the bottom. So who's getting relegated in your guys' minds? Norwich, definitely. They are brutal. They're going down, like, without a doubt. Then you have, like, a lump of teams of Watford, Burnley, Leeds, Everton. I think Newcastle's out of there. Um, Watford... Kind of looks like it, but, you know, you, the other ones are interesting because Burnley is one of those teams that everybody thinks they're going down and they somehow pull it out of the crap and they get back in. But uh, they're doing pretty bad. But then you look at the other two teams, big names, Leeds and Everton. Those teams, I, would not, I know they have games in hand, but that would be crazy. Especially Everton. Leeds been uh, you know down, so they just came back up. So that 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 might not be as shocking, but Everton would be very interesting, and that's what I'm kind of like talk about just for a few minutes. You know, they brought in, which boggles my mind, um, Frank Lampard. So Frank Lampard seems to fail up. You know, he was at Derby and didn't get them out of the championship. But then he failed up. He went to his old team, Chelsea, got the manager's job, you know, and they gave him the benefit of the doubt the first season because they couldn't get any transfers, but somehow they did bring in players, but they were transferred, banned, and whatever. I don't know. But anyway, so then he was there, and then the second season he got fired because they were struggling a little bit. Now, Everton, obviously, that's not a failing up per se, from Chelsea. However, it's not like he's going from, like, Chelsea to the fourth division. He's basically kind of going, like, maybe a little bit down, but, you know, sort of level, I guess. Sort of. Everton. And they're just crap. They're garbage. And for some reason, they were, they were talked about how, like, they were flying at the beginning of the year, I guess. Like, people were, like, you know, all over them. You know, Charleston, Calvert Lewis, this guy, that guy, you know, everybody is, is so good. Look at this team. They're playing amazing. Da, 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 da. They're scoring goals. <laughs> now, what? Nothing. They're near relegation. I know they got a couple games in hand, but they are terrible. They are terrible. So that would be surprising. And then Leeds, you know, they, you know, the manager left, uh, the, the Pied Piper, Bielsa, who everybody said was, you know, the next coming. Everything he did is great because he got the stamp of approval by uh, Guardiola. So you got that, and all of a sudden he's flying. Never really won anything, but, you know, he's the greatest manager since whatever. Um, and they were playing this, like, you know, everybody loved it. Oh, look, okay, yeah, they get hammered 6 nothing. but look at how they played. It was amazing. Ah. And now, look at them. He's gone. 
They can't win a game. They, they got, like, all these players that are supposedly, like, world beaters, but, like, you know, they're like, oh, uh, the Brazilian, this guy, Phillips, da-da-da, and they are brutal. So you got a bunch of teams right there that could possibly get relegated. I'll be interested to see what happens because it could be one of, like, a big team going down, and that would be... Pretty crazy, but, you know, maybe refreshing because, you know, sometimes these teams get way too comfortable. They're just kind of like winning enough to stay, you know, collect the money, but don't do jack for their fans. So maybe this will kind of like kick them up the butt and be like, oh, wait a second. We're in this championship. We got to actually win. What? Oh, okay. So let's see what happens. You know, now going back to the media, you know, the media seems to be mental over Manchester United, like completely like Looney Tunes. They seem to be like, if it's a slow news day, they kind of have to go over the top, hair on fire, head popping off their necks, crazy. So... What I was gonna, what I was talking about earlier about how you know if you're in the group you don't get criticized by the media now instead of the you know vice versa, right? So it seems like the media now is stuck in a weird position, right? So they want to prop up the English players for England: Maguire, Rashford, Sancho, you know, all these guys, but. They also are stuck because they're also United players. So these morons who in one day when they're playing for England, they're saying, how is Maguire getting criticized? You have to back him. Rashford, one of the greatest talents, blah, 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 this, that, the other. You know, then the next day after the internationals are over, they go to United Oh my God, he's horrendous. Look at how he, like, so they're crazy. They're all over the place. They don't know which way is right, what's left, what's up, what's down. They're looking backward, forward, you know, whatever. But what I was going to go into is it's a bit odd because, you know, say for example, like a Marcus Rashford, they're saying how he's not loved at United. They're not watching after him. They're not doing this. They got to put an arm around them. He hasn't done, again, and then somebody made the example of, look at any team would want him. Look at what he did against PSG. That was like three years ago. What? Yeah, anybody could have one good game. He hasn't been good in like two and a half years. And this is going with Solskjaer, who basically babied him and did anything and everything to prop him up in the media, you know? So now they're saying, you know, oh, he has to be loved, he has to be hugged, he has to be this, yes. But then the, they say Ronaldo isn't doing what he should be doing. Like, what? I'm like, how, how am I living on the same planet these guys are on? I don't, I don't know. Is Ronaldo what he was at United in the first time or at Madrid? No, but he's older. But he's still getting more goals than anybody. But he's not doing what he needs to do. But Rashford is one of the greatest talents and coddle him. But he hasn't done anything in two years. To me, it looks like this crazy thing where, like, you know, you could look at the two same, two different players. They're in the, when I can't even compare, take, take 
Ronaldo out of it because that's not even a good example. Uh, say Martial. Martial and Rashford. Now, basically, Rashford right now has the same attitude Martial did when he was there. They both look like it could care less. They're on the field doing a bunch of dumb crap that they're trying to do pullbacks, stepovers, this, that, going nowhere. They lose it, and they don't track back. Now, when Martial was there, every five seconds criticized him. He doesn't care. He's lazy. He doesn't run back. He's just trying to do too much, too flamboyant, blah, blah, blah. Rashford, oh, he's so amazing. He's so good. So, you know... I know I go on about how the media goes like crazy over criticizing United, but now it's like a, like a mini, mini group of players at United, and it seems to me it's all the English guys that are criticism-free from a majority, not all, a majority of the, the news. You know, you got guys like Paul Merson, like falling off his chair going, I cannot believe that they ha gave Bruno a new contract. I'm flabbergasted. Why? What? I don't get it. He's basically been one of the best players in the league, you know, with goals, assists. I know it, like, was a little bit, like, there's been a little bit dry period at one point, but he's been basically one of the best players, and these idiots are saying how... So, so but, but what, like if Rashford was given the same contract Ronaldo's given, that's okay, even though he hasn't done jack in three years. But Bruno is one of the best players getting the most goals, most assists. He's up there with De Bruyne, like, and everybody claims he's like the, the godsend. So now you're telling me like Bruno doesn't deserve it. So what, you just let him go, just say forget it, don't give him a new contract? Paul Merson is like is another one of those guys who I think just wants to get more views and he says the most dumb, stupid things I've ever seen in my life, right? So what I'm what I'm looking at is like, so if Bruno gets it, that's stupid. But you know, they're they're saying Lingard should get re-signed, who hasn't like everybody forgets that dude's like 30. You know, they're acting as if he's like 21 years old. Okay, so you know, he should get a new contract or whatever, but Bruno, who's their best player, shouldn't get anything. And the criticism is like Bruno doesn't run back. Rashford tries to do a, like a, like tries to play like Ronaldinho, loses the ball and stands there looking all pouting. That's the problem. He shouldn't be depended on at United. And these English media idiots should realize that, like, just kind of criticizing the foreigners and, like, propping up the English guys, like a Maguire, a Rashford, a Lingard, for God's sake, like, that's not, that's the, why United's in this mess. You know what I mean? Why not say, why not talk about some of these other teams that they got no English players on it? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Because they're in the, they're at the cool guys table, and that's where you want to be. So, finishing up, hope you guys enjoyed the uh, latest podcast and uh, we'll definitely um, you know be talking about the Champions League next one and a few other things so again thanks for all the support um, and if you guys have any comments you could you could uh, email us at cuddy c-u-d-d-y soccer at gmail.com and I look forward to you guys checking out the next one have an amazing day everybody this was Bernie Talk